Hey everyone, what's going on here? It's Tega, and before we get into today's podcast, I would just like to say the podcast is now available on iTunes, on TuneIn, on Spotify, on Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast, anywhere you listen to your podcast, any podcast app you use is now available. So you can now download it and stream it online on every platform. Thank you, and let's get into the show in profit. Alright everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Vin Center podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Tega, and I'm joined by one of my good friends, and actually he's now become a regular um, co-host with me these days. I'm joined by Edmond. Edmond, how are you doing? Uh, Tega, I'm actually doing great. I'm excited once again to be on this. And on this, this Like you said, it's coming like a regular I'm, I'm actually very happy to talk sports with you, so... I'm 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 happy. Um, how have you been since the last time we last spoke, which was last week? How have you been? I've been fine, actually. I've been doing great. I'm I'm actually I, I'm tempted to say I'm having the time of my life, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but really, but really, everything everything has been good. Everything has been good, so I'm I'm good. We'll, we'll get we'll get to the time of your life as um, the extra time segment. Um, the last, <laughs> The, la- the last time, the last time we um, we spoke, um, one of the things um, we, when we had Williams on the show, one of the one of the things that you, and you, you both ended the podcast with was you were bragging about going to um, beat Manchester United. Both of you were bragging about. about <laughs> I'd love to have Williams on, on the show today, but because of some scheduling um, problems, he couldn't. I couldn't make. Um, we couldn't make it happen. So both of you were bragging. So let's just move into the FA Cup. Because of that, now what happened between Arsenal and Manchester United? I mean, what happened? Well, to be to be fair, Manchester United were better than us. They got their tactics spot on. They took their chances. They were sharper. They were bright. Arsenal is still the same issue with Arsenal. They are shambolic defensively. I mean, then and then the old man, like the, the old man, um, Socrates. Yeah, I think he came off injured midway in the first half. Yeah. I think um, who came on was it Koshen? No, no, um, Mustafi. Mustafi. Oh my came. Jesus! Mustafi is just a poor, poor, poor defender. But I mean, he's a World Cup winner. Oh please, was he a regular in, in the German team that year? It wasn't now. You can't, you can't, you can't use that. The thing is, the thing, the issue is that defensively we are poor, and it's always the thing we ask now. When the defense is good, the the attack is shambolic. I mean, please, don't even get me started. They were, Pogba was just was having the time of even Linga, Linga that turned into his to his to his the stadium to his to his dance floor. Every time he, he plays against us, he always scores. Even Sanchez that has struggled for 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 ah no no no. I was so I was so I was so pissed off that day. I was and it's all Arsenal's fault. No no penetration, no directness, and a fair play to them. They deserve to win, and it could have only been more than more than three because. Rashford, I think Rashford missed the chance. Marshall at the end of the game, and Pogba had so much space. So I beg Tiga, let's just leave us now. I beg. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to, I want to, I, I want to give um, kudos to uh, Manchester United because once again, when you think this fairy tale oligon or soldier era is going to like finally come to an end, it's going to like. But if I finally going to struggle to get a result, they just keep on winning, and it it doesn't feel like it's going to stop anytime soon because the more games they win, the more yeah. the more confidence yeah. they have to keep on performing. The more they're happy to go to their training ground because you know when you when you're winning games, everybody wants to train, everybody wants to come to the pitch, everybody wants to be in the starting lineup. Even initially, Initially, when he came on, when he came on, when he was beating those small teams, everybody was saying, myself included, we're saying. And it's just, it's just Cardiff, it's just Burnley, it's just Newcastle, it's just this. And he has gone ahead. He has beaten Spurs at, at, at Wembley, which is their home. And he has gone yeah. to the Emirates and he has defeated us now. So I think we have to take him seriously. I, I, I hope he gets the job ahead of, of, of the speculated manager, what you Pochettino. I hope he gets it because he has done tremendously well. You could see Pogba finally being the Pogba that we know, I think, he has finally refrained from prison. I think, I think, on current form, on current form, he's, he's one of the best midfielders in the world, if not the best on current form. Yeah. Um, 
you see Marshall turning up, Rashford turning. Rashford scores literally every time he plays now. Even Lukaku is getting assists. That at, at there was one point in the game and there was a free kick and Lukaku wanted to take the free kick. I'm like, that's yes. giving these people confidence. <laughs> I was so pissed off. I God, But I think that's the kind of that's the kind of confidence they have now. You know, every player now feels they can impact the game positively when you get this. A manager that is kind of friendly, as they say, because he has a friendly face, he has space for the club. And when you have uh, a, a just rounds of winning games and winning games, everybody is in a positive mood. So I think that's why Lukaku was very eager to play a free kick, and everybody just wants to score. Well, good for them. I'm, 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 I'm um, over over at um, Manchester and Manchester City, the the Manchester City beat Burnley five zero. I mean, Manchester City they just can't keep scoring every match. You know they are going to score three, four, five, six, sometimes seven, sometimes nine. I mean, uh, what can they just do, Manchester City? I mean, take I have told you before, this is Pep Guardiola's team and this is Manchester City's team. Kevin De Bruyne is back in form. I think they say Mandy is in training. You have Bernardo Silva, who is having the form of his life. You have David Silva. You have Gudohan. You have Sterling, who is literally a, a beast. He has been a beast this season. And, of course, Sani, the best young player in the Premier League. Then Gabriel Jesus, of course, he has come. He has come. He's back on form. Has, I mean, he has speaks from right now. You don't even know who's going to start for them. Is he Gabriel Jesus? Is he Aguero? And Aguero came on, came on, and he scored the penalty later on in the game. Gabriel Jesus scored during the game. Um, um the Bryan scored. So I, that guy, yeah, I don't think there's any going. They're going to be stopped anytime soon. They, I see them overtaking Liverpool, honestly. <laughs> so let's just let's just hope. Anyways, <laughs> for, for for Liverpool's sake, let's just hope a miracle happens or something because uh, 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 let's guys. Let's, Let's let's not talk about Liverpool for now because they are not even in the FA Cup, which is they didn't even play this weekend. So let's just leave them. Let's not drag them this week. Let's let's leave, <laughs> let's leave them be uh, rounding up. No, the but, but kudos 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 to Pep, Pep and this team. They, they they are picking from just at the right moment. Yeah, um, rounding up the games that happened on Saturday. We had them um, Wimbledon causing an upset, beating West Ham fourth. So then Millwall. Between Everton three, so which is what we call like the magic of the magic of the FA Cup, you know, magic they, of the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. this stuff that ha- this the stuff in the FA Cup that happens uh, regularly. That big, small teams comes to big teams home, they beat them. Or small teams just always keep on beating the uh, the big teams. It happens every season. There must be a major upset in the FA Cup. Uh, so I that's what confuses me with these EPL teams because I. I it's just strange that EPL teams, this especially the ones in the mid table, the ones that are definitely not going to get relegated. As the likes of West Ham, they are not going to get relegated. That's setting for them. They also not going Everton. to make, they also not going to make top six. The same thing with Everton. These mid uh, mid table teams, they keep resting their. I don't know why are they why are they resting players for the FA Cup when they can actually at least try and get a decent run in the FA Cup. Why? Yeah, they're resting players. Try, they try, try and get a, a decent run in the FA Cup, and it's a realistic is a realistic title for for anybody to win because it's a one one off game. Yeah, you know, I'm saying we've seen yeah. we've seen Wigan Wigan go go all the way to the final. Yeah, when they beat Man City, I think it was that was 2015. I don't. Yeah. So so like you said, your 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 concern is really is is a real good question because why they don't take the competition seriously? It's baffling me because. This is an opportunity for you to, to to say, okay, yes, this is what I've won in my career because definitely you're not going to win in Premier League except if one kind of miracle season happens yes. again with with Leicester City, which I don't see happening with with any other team anytime soon because of the the financial gap for yeah. all these teams. I'm talking about the quality of managers in the league at this time. You have Klopp, you have Guardiola, and you get what I'm saying. So, yeah. so why they don't take it seriously and put all their eggs? In that basket is is baffling me, but I don't know. I guess we'll never know because it's really surprising. If I was the manager, I would take the FA Cup and the Carling Cup very seriously. Since I know, okay, yes, I'm not going to get relegated. I'm not going to finish maybe in the top four. Yes, you're not going to finish yeah. in the top four. So maybe my the most realistic thing thing I can finish is maybe qualify for the Europa League and take the cup seriously. So why? 
because it's it, it's it's kind of it's it just it's kind of I I find it seriously baffling because uh, we see some of the big teams now have left the competition. Liverpool has left the competition. We saw over the weekend also Arsenal left the competition. Some big teams, some big teams are leaving the competition. Right? Tottenham, yes, exactly. Tottenham. So this is the time for this uh, mid table teams to be like, okay, since the big teams are, li- are leaving this competition, we can actually get a decent run into the final. So it's just strange when. It, they just keep on dropping players. I don't know what, what they're dropping players for. And for Everton, uh, in their case, that Marco Silva might be sacked very soon because their, their form is always up and down, up and down, up and down. I don't know why he did not start his best players. And now he has lost to a very a championship team for that matter. Well, it's a question they will have to ask themselves because it's baffling. I think we maybe, maybe there are some technical issues that we don't know about. Maybe... They are resting. <laughs> really, it's, it's, it's surprising. I, I I cannot really answer that. But like we both said, if if we were them or their their chairman, their 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 managers, the owners, yeah. I would tell, I will instruct my coaches to take take the competition seriously. Okay. Move, okay. Yeah. So moving over to um, Chelsea now. Chelsea over the over the weekend, which was on Sunday, they beat Sheffield Wednesday three zero at Stamford Bridge. Um, Stanford Bridge. He went started for the first time. Um, what do you think was? I because I feel his his performance on in the game was was okay. It wasn't like the best. It wasn't going to change anything if he had scored or if he because that's not the kind of game you bring him going for. As in this small, these are kind of small teams. So him not scoring doesn't change any anything from him. But I don't know what do you feel of, of his overall performance in the game. I think it was it was it was it was okay, like you said, it was fair. It wasn't extraordinary. It wasn't poor, so it was just there. But you you could see already the the presence it brought that yeah. little bit of physicality that uh, Oga you know, <laughs> Morata <laughs> Morata you get so so yeah. so and and that's not this when he, when he starts to play and train regularly with the likes of Hazard, William, Pedro. Jorginho, Kante, yeah. Kovacic, and David Lewis. I think him and David Lewis have a very good partnership. You will see, definitely. I, I, I don't. There's no way I don't see him flopping anyhow, because he's a quality striker. I think apart from Messi, Ronaldo, is he, is he Aguero? I think he's the yeah. most. He has scored fourth most most goals in Europe since 2013. Also, so so there's no way he's going to flop. He is he's, he's in, a, in an environment where he can thrive, and I think he has the attributes to succeed in Premier League. Yeah, I, because I feel his his movements in the game. We could see his movements. His movements were we are good. He just were just we're very good. Yeah, yes. his movements were good. So he, I think he he did well, he did well in the game. And yeah, but his I think his game, Higuain's game, will will be judged like five months from now. So that's towards the end of the season when we'll, Chelsea will be playing bigger teams. Will be playing um, much bigger teams in the EPL. In the Europa League, so that's when he will be judged five months from now. Not and uh, so him not scoring against Chelsea should not be a, a worry to Chelsea fans to start crying that oh no he hasn't scored. So I think it should it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be an issue. But then, as a striker coming to a new club to replace a striker that hasn't done so well, yeah. Or generally, as a striker, when you when you when you go to a new club, I think it's important you get your first goal early. Yeah, you get because it, it, it builds confidence, and I think against Sheffield United, it will have been the perfect opportunity for him to start. But then, I think what where you guys play next? Uh, I can't, I can't say, I can't say for now. I can't say. Okay, but but I think in the next game, I think you should have a, a, a fair chance of of putting putting the ball in the net early, so that you know how the English press is. You know how yeah, they jump on players. You get and then. We, we saw it obviously how it affected Morata. You get so so, yeah. so for, for for your confidence and for 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 good good press um good press news and all that. I think yeah. it's very important he gets his first goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um in in the game in the game Chelsea had the penalty and William William offered Higuain the ball to take the penalty and Higuain said uh, no he didn't want to take the penalty that. Uh, William should take it. William yeah. should take it. Yeah, he yes. wants you. He didn't want his first goal to be a penalty, actually. So I think. I, just, I, I don't know. I don't think he said that to guy. I don't no, think. I think he know, William came out. William came. William came out to say that he went said he did, he didn't want to take the penalty that he should uh, he should take it. So uh, that's why I feel he didn't want his first goal to be a penalty because you know or how I, it it would be strange if he took the penalty and missed the penalty. That would be like his whole confidence getting shattered. Uh, uh, so some some strikers and others like okay, 
Strikers prefer to score big, more and um, beautiful goals on their first. Game. I know, I know, I know. Ronaldo would not mind. Yeah, <laughs> Ronaldo would. <laughs> Ronaldo won't mind exactly. I mean, I saw, I saw his penalty against Lazio in the weekend. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we'll get, we'll get to Ronaldo very soon. Yes. Um, another um, talking point to the game since we are on the Chelsea's game now. So let's just address it. Um, Hudson Odoi, he also scored in the game. I feel he had a above average performance watching the game because in the first half he, he was trying to get crosses in and he, it wasn't working he would try a cross it, it didn't end he it, it, it couldn't find Higuain in the box he couldn't complete his, cro- his crosses into the box but I think it is in the second half he tried to improve his game was much better in the second half and he took his goal very well because um, he's a young lad and he's being affected by this <laughs> Constant um, speculation. Yes, constant. It, the, the speculation I feel is his fault. But it's been, it's been pursued by Bayern Munich and uh, denied before the game. He, it was reported that he handed his transfer request from that he wants to actually move to Bayern Munich. So for a young lad being in his mind, he's thinking about Bayern Munich and at the same time, I he's think it's, to, it's 18 years, 18 years, yes, yeah. Yes, 18 years. So at the same time, he's trying to play for Chelsea. Um, what do you think about his situation? Should he move to Bayern Munich or should he stay in Chelsea? Well, it's difficult. It's difficult to say. It's very difficult to say. But from 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 my experience, yeah. Or if if I was in a situation, I think going to Bayern Munich would be the best best decision for him because Robin and Ribery want are going to um, leave Bayern Munich at the end of yeah. the season, so they are looking to rebuild. You get so yeah. so. There is no issue of he's going to go there to sit on the bench. I think if he goes there, he's going to get a regular game time. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Plus, plus he's young. He can, he can, he can. He, he has, he has the whole world at his feet right now. I don't, I don't. The, the player himself, I've not really watched him play a lot of times. You get so, yeah. so the, the few times I've watched him play, I, I felt, I feel like he's a, just a regular average. Player, but then I asked my friend who was it, who is a big Chelsea fan, and he told me that this guy has the potential to be a a a a. a, a he said, he said, he said, I was like, I was like, if you should rate, if you should rate him, like, because he's, yeah. he's always talking about his potential. I say he has good potential. I said, okay, potential to be like what player at the end of the day. He said, if he's very very bad, he will be the Sanchez kind of player. Yeah, and I'm like hmm. And it was like I say, okay, what of if it's very, very good? And it was like it's very, very good. It's going to be like Hazard. Say it has going to be like Hazard. So I'm like, okay. So maybe if because Bayern Munich definitely has to have to have seen something in him for, to them to for them to be bidding such a high amount of money. And they, I think they've come back three times. And yeah, he now has four years. So so Chelsea obviously knows that they have a a very good. But but to be fair to him, Chelsea were not playing him before the bids for Bayern Munich started coming in. You get so it's almost like. It's almost like because Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich have seen what you get yeah. to, and it's also possible that if if they deny him leaving this this time, we all know the situation with young players and Chelsea. Yeah. At the end of the day, they get sent on loan. So to be fair to him, I can't really blame him for 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 handing in transfer requests. And if I was in his shoes, I think I would go to Bayern Munich. Um, I, because I feel no. Um, in Hassan Odoi, his talent, he, he's actually a very good, he's a talented player. I think in his last five starts this season for Chelsea, in, in his last five starts this season for Chelsea, he has contributed to four goals. And in his last six appearances, he has contributed to five to five goals for the team. So I feel he's, he's a very good, talented player. But Bayern Munich, for me, is not the right club to train him. Everybody keeps saying he should go to Bayern Munich. He should go to Bayern Munich. But Bayern Munich do not have the reputation of training young players. You can see the likes of um Sanchez. Renato Sanchez went there, he bought him for a very high fee from Benfica. He did not he didn't, he didn't pan out where his career has kind of dwindled dwindled down. They had Tony Cruz and they had to they had to loan Tony Cruz to Leverkusen. They had to do so many um move he, Tony Cruz had to go on loan and come back before he was even he could he could even and he did that's Tony Cruz did not even develop in Bayern Munich and eventually they see so this same Tony Cruz to Real Madrid. So I'm saying they sold him because of a wage issue. It was yeah. he, I think they wanted more wage. Well, but before then, it was yeah. regular. They, they had okay. They they had American and they could not even they, they had they had um, American. They took American took him to Leverkusen. And Leverkusen came back to Real Munich. And Real Munich they had to sell him to Liverpool. Now American is in Juventus, so they do not have this um, 
history of training young players and getting young players. Chelsea, Chelsea don't have that too. No, no. The point I'm trying to make for Odoi is that no, Chelsea do have the, the Chelsea have the likes of John Terry, for example. Now, but the fact I'm trying to make that's that's one out of two hundred. You know how many of your players are out on loan? The, the fact the fact I'm trying to make for Odoi in Odoi situations that if he wants to, for me, I feel if he really wants to improve as a player, Bayern is a fine club. Is a fine club to go to, uh, no, but notwithstanding, I feel. If he was going to a club like Dortmund, a club like Leipzig, a club that have this active ability to train young players, then I'm sure he will he will do better. But Bayern is a bit sketchy, and Chelsea even came out today to say he will not be sold in January. That in the summer it's quite possible they will sell him in the summer, but this January he will not be sold. So I I feel if Bayern are really interested in him, if they are fully fully interested in him, they should come back in the summer, and I feel Chelsea will be more. Relax to listen to an, an offer and maybe sell him so they can get in another player. So moving over to Tottenham, Tottenham over the weekend. I mean, what's happening with Tottenham? They are out of the Carling Cup. They lost to Chelsea. Now they're out of the FA Cup. They lost to Crystal Palace. And someone joked over the weekend that um, they are they are um, they are this their Asian player, Son. 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 Yeah, he's he has he has been knocked out of three tournaments in the space of two days. Son got knocked out. trick of knockouts. <laughs> so, so what, okay, so in your opinion, Edmond, so what do you think about Tottenham's form over these past few games? Well, Tiga, to be very honest, it has been terrible. And I feel I feel I feel like the injuries have not helped them, obviously, because Hurricane is injured, um Dele Ali is injured, and Son went for the Asian Cup. So you are yeah. you're taking three major parts three major first-team players. And yeah. then that's, uh, you get, so I think yeah. any, team, any team in the world is going to feel the effect of such, you get three key players leaving their team due to one reason or the other. So it's been it's been very unfortunate for them. But to be fair, to be fair, and to be honest, they, they, they've not really done themselves any favors because over the summer, they did not sign any players. I think they were the only team in the whole of... Not to sign a player. Not to sign any player. And then, Harry Kane's injury came in the game after after Man United early earlier in the month, and then I think Dele Ali came after the, the defeated Fulham. So you you see that they've had this is January um, when January transfer window, and they they are still not making any clear signs of of you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So what happens is that the team has, is is wearing thin. You get they don't have anybody to replace Harry Kane. Harry Kane is one of the best finishers in, in, in world football, and obviously Lorente is not going to replace him. You get and you are playing in four different competitions. Very soon the Champions League will kick, will kick in. On current form, I don't see them um, progressing. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. they need to get in. They need to get in more bodies. They need to sign a couple of players to to join because obviously you can't compete on four fronts without making major signings and just relying on 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 the youth team and so it's it's, it's really unfair it's, it's unfair for them no it's unfair it's sad but then again it's 30 and what do we expect they've not won any trophies since i think 2008 yeah so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going i'm going to go to that because after they lost the game to crystal palace their manager came out to say I'm trying. I'm going to quote him now. He said, "Portugal said again, we are going to have this debate on whether a trophy will take the club to the next level." I don't agree with it. It only builds your ego. The most important thing for Tottenham right now is to always be in the top four, and I think it's it's this mentality that's wrong with uh, with Tottenham, especially for a coach coming out to say he doesn't. Feel. And not just not just not just Tottenham. I think Pochettino himself, and I think this this is one going to be one of the major reasons why he cannot coach a big team. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You cannot as a football coach. Yes, football. The major reason of playing football is for is to win trophies. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's to win trophies. They don't give trophies for for playing in the top four. Yes, you qualify for the Champions League. You go to you go to Europe, and at best you get to the quarterfinals. And you are out. There's no trophy for that. There's only going to be one winner. History does not remember the losers. You get what I'm yes. saying? For you to, I, I feel like he's just trying to downplay, downplay his, his, his achievements as a coach and as a manager of Tottenham Football Club. Because to be fair, to be fair and to be honest, because you have to win trophies. Football, if, 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 
I don't even know how to explain this any further, but football without trophies. And this is this is something as um, Moreno used to always use to back up himself yeah. because he yeah, doesn't play attractive okay. football, but he, he delivers the trophies for you, which is the most important thing. You get what I'm saying? So for, for yeah. Pochettino coming out to say something like this, is is disappointing. Because my, my own opinion of Pochettino, and you kind of touched on what I feel about Pochettino, you know, there's always ready-made excuse for Pochettino. You were saying, um, just now you were saying about Harry Kane being injured, Daily Ali being injured, so on. Most teams still face this these kind of problems and they, they still end up winning at least a single trophy. But for Pochettino, there's always this excuse for him that maybe he didn't sign a player, like he said, they didn't make a single signing, they are trying to work on a budget. They are building a new stadium. They have injuries. They have Champions League to work on. So it's always that one, that it's is always excuses already made up and, on Pochettino to excuse his failure. And and if you look at it, is is also into into that main manager that finishing in is a trophy. You can see now most managers of the that they think to the end of. Mourinho's tenure at Manchester United, you, you, you could hear him saying that the best they can get this season is to finish in the top four. It's to finish in the top four. And now Pochettino has come and said the most realistic thing they can get is to finish in the top four. That that alone, it's, it's, it's just sad because Wenger said all this and he was criticized, he was even mocked, he was laughed out. Mourinho called him a specialist in failure, but it's what's happening. At the end of the day, you can only have one winner and the rest are just fighting for scraps. It's, it's a poor mentality. I don't. I, I think the day a, a manager like Pep Guardiola will come out to say something like that, then I don't know, man. Something <laughs> so, <laughs> football uh, will just be done. In, in the in the middle of us um, um, recording this episode, the FA Cup draws came out, and the only major key there's so many matches came up, but the key tie in the fifth round of the Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea United. Oh, um, so let's just briefly, let's just talk about that um, that game. What do you feel is going to happen? Because it's another big test for Pochettino. Another, um, sorry, I beg your pardon, for Sofia, a very big test for him. So do you feel this well, yeah, is this, this going to form, their formula is going to help them when they play Chelsea? I'm I'm very happy with the tie. It's, it's, it looks already looks like an interesting game. It's going to be an interesting game. I cannot wait yeah. for it. I will be watching it with so much excitement and rooting for nobody actually. Anybody that wins carries the ball. But it's going to be another big test for him. It's going to be I think when 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 was was the date? It's yeah. um it's on the fifteenth, I guess, uh, on the fifteenth of February. Wow. I think that is that before after they've played Liverpool because I know much time they have Liverpool coming. Yeah, it's, it's all along that period because it's also along the same period Chelsea also play Manchester City in the EFL Cup final. It's along that same period that the the EFM the Europa Cup and League resumes. So it's all around that period is very key games for Chelsea, very key games for Manchester United. So. It, 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 I think for, uh, uh, looking it's at it's a bit interesting, but Chelsea Chelsea have the edge because I think they're at home. I think it's a Stanford yes, Chelsea is at home. But the FA Cup, so, nobody cares now. <laughs> and uh, um, Manchester United went to the Emirates and they totally <laughs> annihilated us now, so you can't so, really say. But but it looks like a very 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 tricky. You uh, right now, I can't yeah. call a winner for it because uh, it's also uh, for Chelsea. It's going to be very tricky because uh, they have. That same period, they're going to play Manchester City in the AFL Cup final. Then they're going to play Manchester United. So if Chelsea do not turn up during that period for those two games, they might be losing the AFL Cup final and getting knocked out of the FA Cup. So it's a very, very big month for for Chelsea, and it's also a very big month for Manchester for Manchester United. Let's move Fingers on. Fingers crossed, we win. Yeah. Let's move on to the um, to the La Liga now. Over the weekend, your favorite team, Baka, one to zero. I mean, I will just let you handle this Barcelona case because I cannot talk about Barcelona better than you. You can. So, how did you feel about how 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 did you feel watching the game? And you think uh, I was Baca, not happy? I was not happy. I was not happy. Don't you feel they've wrapped yes. up this La Liga title? It was disappointing. I feel yes. I I think. I mean, you you have. They are five points ahead of Atletico. Atletico are not really in, they are in a good form, but I don't think yeah. it's going to be enough for them to catch Barcelona. 
you get what I'm saying. But, yeah. but overall, I want to talk about Barcelona's performance. They, yeah. They, I don't know. They seem to be struggling because every time at the end of the day, it was a close game with two zero. And Semedo scored, I think, in the second half, third minute, and then. The toy, the toy, the toy. There was no real attacking flow, no real attacking anything. And, and Girona had a couple of good chances to to, to pull level. Um, Testegan was a big rock at, at, in between the six. But then Messi came and he just salvaged jumped something for us. But that's what it does. It just papers over the crack of this Barcelona team because they were not just... For me, I, I felt they were not good enough. It was a boring game, very, very plain and... Ah, remains small save You talk about boring game, and there's one particular player that kind of surprises me in Barcelona. That was him, Cotinho. He has not just found it. Cotinho has been terrible. He's man. He has, what's he has not, He's not the Cotinho of Liverpool. What's how He has been in the club for I think a year now. He has not just. He has not just. He has not just been the same since since Barcelona in I think October. The issue. The issue I feel with Cotinho. He's a great player, obviously. We saw what he did at Liverpool. The chop and shoots continue that yes. was remarkable, tremendous goals. We are not really seeing that at Barcelona this season, but to be fair to him, he was one of our, our best players when, since he came at, at the end of last season, January till, till the season ended. But this season, yeah. I don't know, it has not just clicked for him. He's been unlucky. He had like two good chances to score yesterday. Two one, one. There was one, it was just him and the goalkeeper. He missed it. There was one, he had um, beats the goalkeeper, just him and maybe a, a defender to score and he played the ball, the final clear. He cannot just catch a break right now. But I feel it will come good. I feel it will come. I feel every player goes through this rough patch where yeah. nothing goes right for them. So I, I, I think it will come good because last season everybody was shouting about Dembele, Dembele, Dembele. But he has become something else this season. So so I think continue to yeah, uh, well, for real, for real, Madrid, Real Madrid um, ended up winning their game four two, and there's another kind of yeah, um, they did four two. Yeah, against against Espanyol, and it was like this same kind of Real Madrid performance. Uh, they, they are on a mini run of winning games now. At least they are back to the Real Madrid. At least we used to know under Zidane in terms of winning games. They kind of they are winning games now. They are in a semi good form, but whenever they are, they play their matches, it just feels like. No matter how good they are, they just feel like they're always going to consider the back. They are still very shaky defensively. Even when we had Benzema at his best, Benzema scored two, two goals in that game. But this was like I feel, the vintage I feel, Benzema I when he was in Lyon. I feel, I feel the, 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 the most important part of that Real Madrid team right now is Luka Modric. And if you, yeah. if you check that game yesterday, he did not score. I, I don't think he scored. I think Bill, no. Bill got one, Benzema two, and two. Then, Ramos. Sergio Ramos. Ramos, I think Ramos has 10 goals this season, which is remarkable for a defender. But back to Real Madrid, I think when Luka Modric is playing at his best, then I think all of them play well. And I watched, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the highlights and he was, he was involved in literally everything yesterday. You get so I, yeah. I feel what they need to do is to build the team around him right now because you can't trust Gareth Bale. He was supposed to be the one that, that takes over from, from Ronaldo, but is injured more often than not. You understand? Yeah. So, so, so it has to be moderate. And they, they played very well, scoring four goals. But like you said, defensively, they still have to fix it. Um, 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 what's his name? Ramos, yeah. who has more ability of scoring than defending right now. And then Viren, like, they're one of the two best centre-backs in the world for a couple of, of seasons now three consecutive Champions League titles. So I feel they just have to get back to the basics of defending and Kotoa too. <laughs> well, is it, so I, I feel... They are, they are, they are defenseless kind of. It's kind of, it's kind of bad because they, they always seem like considering and Ramos got an injury. They had to take him off uh, after after the first half. Then Varane got a red card. So every time they keep on winning games, they see this fear. Even if we score five, these guys might end up scoring four, or they might end up scoring the other. So they just need to work on that defense aspect. And, and I think they play Ajax very soon in Champions League, which obviously they are all expected to beat Ajax. But when they now get into the main stage of the after, it gets past Ajax. Now moving to the quarterfinals, to the semifinal, if they do not fix that their defense, then 
is going to hurt them in for, in, for their chance of retaining the Champions League. Yes, I like how you are so confident about them beating Ajax. I don't, I don't think it's going to be very, very. Strong. You think they can't beat Ajax? I did not say that, but the way you are writing off Ajax, like did you see the Ajax results over the weekend? No, I didn't catch the, that. They were, they were. They were torn apart by Fenoid six two. Van Persie. Van Persie, Van Persie almost scored the hat trick. A 36-year-old Van Persie scoring two goals. I mean, Ajax, I do not expect. If Real Madrid cannot beat Ajax, then they should just close down that club. You know, Ajax played Bayern Munich twice and they did not lose any game. Yeah. I feel, I feel. So, so, what I'm saying is, don't just, obviously, Real Madrid are favorites. Back to back, back to back, um, Champions League winners. Yeah. You have massive experience. You have Ramos and all of them, but and it's not going to be as easy to Because I, I know I compl- I know I complain a lot about Real Madrid's defense, but if Real Madrid's defense are so bad, then Ajax defense are like the worst of the worst. So I feel. I like think. Madrid- I think no, no. I I feel. I, I feel like it can happen. All these kind of one of games can happen. Maybe it was combination of 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 of. of but you can't say defensively the Ayers are not good now. I think they are second second in their in their league or so. So you can't say that they are not good defensively. Yeah, uh, for the, for the La Liga now in terms of challenging for for Barcelona because I feel Barcelona have wrapped up their league already. But in terms of challenging, yeah, so let's go Madrid being five points be. So it's only Atletico Madrid at this moment that can maybe hope if Barca sleep they can catch up. And Atletico Madrid they have signed um, Alvaro Morata. What do you feel about that transfer? <laughs> to be fair, uh, one of these the greatest mysteries I've I've seen is how Morata keeps playing for only big teams. I mean, this guy plays for for Real Madrid. I, initially, the, um, it's just I'm just knowing now that he played. Yeah. For Atletico, I think five years to Real Madrid, and he stayed at Real Madrid, and then he went to Juventus, stayed at Juventus for a while, came back to Real Madrid, and from Real Madrid, record deal to Chelsea. I think he's your most expensive player in history. No, and Kep- then Kepa is the most expensive player. He was okay. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, yes, yes. He was one. okay, and then now you you. It's, it's, it's time at Chelsea was was more frustrating. He scored Stoke City, head boy Morata, all his goals was with, was with head. He was giving assists with head. And then he got an injury and then he just could never recover. So but, but, but what was more frustrating with Morata was the big game misses, the, the simple, simple chances that he missed and how easily he went to ground. He was not just cut out for the physicality of the Premier League, which which I'm finding very funny because now he's going to the most physical team in the world in, in Atletico Madrid. So how is he going to cope? I, I just want to see the one that Simeone plans on doing 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 with him. But for Morata, yeah. it's a good move. I hope I hope he can he can kickstart his career again from there. I really I he's a player I like personally. I really like him. I like the way he's soft calm personality and all and it's not it's not a bad player obviously it's not a bad player you don't play for Real Madrid and Chelsea and Atletico Juventus if you're a bad player you understand what I'm saying it's called in Champions League final you get so 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 I really hope you can kick start his career again at Atletico well I I do from my own point of view I do wish him the best Atletico Madrid I mean if he can get a couple of goals in for them maybe two maybe three goals probably Atletico Madrid will pay the 55 million pounds to sign it permanently because uh, obviously <laughs> you seem of, like you you seem, you seem like you want him to leave so bad. But oh, oh, obviously it wasn't happening. What, what, what do you think went wrong with him at Chelsea? Well, I feel the in, in, the injury number one. The injury was what a problem, but apart from the injury, he recovered. He was able to recover on um, on time, and he wasn't just. He was. He wasn't just. Uh, he's, he's a, he, for me, I feel he doesn't have the 
elite mentality of a striker. You know, you see strikers, they, they, they miss a chance. Like once in a while, they miss big chances. But they see, in the same match, they see score goals. They see impacts the team. But you, you can see a Morata, he missed a chance and his whole, you can see his score, even watching from the TV. Not even looking at a team in the stadium, watching from the TV, you can see his whole confidence is drained. So that's why I feel it's not an elite striker. It's not an elite striker. And I know we had this uh, kind of argument on Twitter about um, a just number not being jigged because he was wearing the number nine and from number nine he changed to 29. You know, this is not, this is not the, for me, this is, I feel this is not the mentality of a, a top striker. He needs to improve his mentality. His, you know, Upstairs for him to be a top striker because I think I think in that aspect, then Simeone is the best perfect coach for him. He's going to work work so much on his mentality. I I I I do hope so. I do I do hope he performs well over there because it's going to be. I mean, Atletico Madrid now. It's funny thinking about it now. Atletico Madrid is now like the breeding ground for every Chelsea striker. Torres, <laughs> Chelsea, move back to Atletico Madrid. Of course, that did this, what I'll call Gragra. Move back to Atletico Madrid. Now, Torres, um, Morata has done his own and is back at Atletico Madrid. So I don't understand. Felipe, Felipe Luis, Felipe Luis also, Atletico Chelsea, um, yeah. back to Atletico. So, I, I do hope Atletico Madrid can sell us one of their good players. Maybe they can give us Griezmann, who will be so, just, I think just will be so happy. <laughs> With, with I don't think that will happen. To I, don't, <laughs> uh, in, I don't see that happen. <laughs> in, the, in, in the Serie A, uh, we had one of the most uh, talked about games in the Serie A. We had the Milan playing Napoli. And they ended up being a goalless draw. We, it was so hyped up. Um, two, two, two big teams in the, in the Italian Serie A coming face to face. And ended up being a very boring goalless draw. And I think the only thing we can take out from that game was that... Um, Ancelotti got sent off. Got Ancelotti um, got got a red card in that match. But there was, I, I feel there was not really talk. There's not really talk more much about the game or what do you think? I, I watched, I watched, I watched the highlights of the game. I think the quality of finishing was poor. Tiga. I mean, yeah, come on, they were just rushed. But they had a couple of chances. I think Ospina made two good saves. And yeah. Roma made yeah. a couple of saves, but but other than that, the quality of the shooting was terrible. Uh, um, Sampdoria, we are talking about Sampdoria today, which is a bit weird, but it's for a very um big reason. And being that um Fabio Quaglera equaled um score has now scored in eleven consecutive Serie A games, equaling Gabriel Batistuta's record. I mean, for a striker that is thirty five. He just can't keep scoring. He's not this prolific striker that gets you in his career. I don't think he has scored 30 goals this season or 25 goals this season. But I think with age, he, he just he just keeps on getting better. And this is an like a fine wine, like a fine wine. Exactly, exactly. He just this is an has scored 11 consecutive goals. I mean, what do you, what what is, what do you think about this guy? Because for me, I feel it's and he doesn't he doesn't score a tap in. It's not like um. Sorry to say, it's not. It's not like Abemyang that's caused that mess. You need to go to. You, you need. You, so you, need, to go, you, you need want to, to talk to about a striker. To... You want to. You want. You want to talk about a striker that scores tapins, and the first thing you call is Abumayang. Seriously, yeah, he's a poacher. Ser- he's a no. He's a well-known poacher. So, you are not being. You are not being honest right now. We, we all know who the tapping merchant is. We all know who, who is that. <laughs> you you know you know you know who that guy is. I'm not going to call you. But Quaglera, Quaglera scores very, very, very difficult goals, bicycle kicks, copion kick, kicks. I mean, I was going through his compilation of goals on YouTube and I was just in shock. Uh, he's an incredible striker. I don't know what you think, you think about him personally. You, I think you said, you said everything or he's, he's, he's gotten better with age. He's 30, 38, yeah? 35. 35 and wow, that's, that's remarkable because most 35 players, 35 year old players, they go to China or they go to India or yeah. they go to Saudi Arabia or something, but he has stayed in which is known for his quality defending. Yeah. So to be able to, to be able to be there at 35 and be doing what he's doing then. Yeah. yeah I, and I, I, I hope. Yeah, and I kind of feel it's, it's kind of something that happens in Syria a lot. I mean, where uh, you see all this, 
in Sierra, you see all these 30 something year old players in, in the league and they kind of do very well. We won't see Ronaldo have gone to the Serie uh, A. We are seeing Quagliara doing well. In the in the in, in times past, we've seen the likes of um, Luca Toni. We've seen in, in I think in Serie A, I don't know what it, it is about that league, but thirty something year old players, especially strikers, they, they keep on doing well in that league time after time after time. Well, you see, you see that yeah, that, that's true. That's true. I don't know which is which is funny because they have. The best defense, like like I've said already. So yeah. for old players to be, it just goes to show that age is nothing but a number. There, it's just the mentality. Provided you are fit, you are sharp, you have more experience. Exactly. You know what you've, you've studied the defenders. You know what they are going to do. You anticipate and also Totti did it there too. For getting Totti. Yeah, and uh, another big game we had Lazio play Juventus, and I I, th- I feel I watched. I was able to watch the first half of the game and Juventus didn't play exactly where Lazio were. Lazio were, was, were always... I mean, for, for a while, I did not even see um, Lazio's goalkeeper because Lazio kept on pressing Juventus high and getting chances after chances to score goals. I thought I thought you wanted to say you didn't see Ronaldo. Uh, <laughs> why, 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 did, why did you say that? that? Because, because when I watch, when I watch, I watch the first half highlight. I didn't see him. He didn't have it. Apart from the penalty which he scored, I, I didn't see him in the game. Oh, but <laughs> he keeps, he, he keeps on, he keeps on, he keeps on saving. I mean, even if it's a penalty, he, he keeps on scoring goals for Juventus. I mean, he's on. Yeah, yeah. The, the penalty was just, was just remarkable. I mean, it, I, I watched it. I watched it over and over. He didn't look at post, Just face eyes on the ball and stone cold penalty taker. And, and to think, he missed his last penalty in Syria. The, the game yes, won 3 zero. Yeah. yeah, so so to score that with the with the kind of pressure, I mean, those are the kind of things Ronaldo Ronaldo is built for. It was a brilliant, brilliant penalty. No stopping that. When I watched the penalty for the first time, I shouted, "Oh, like, oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, in in the, in the Sierra, I feel there's this um, like you were saying, the Sierra is a very tough league for scoring because uh, of they have these very tough defenders. It's very hard to score goals. But this week was kind of different because there were lots of goals. We had them um, so, and winning four zero against Bologna. Got them. Let's Roma. Go. Roma throwing a three goal lead. Three goal lead. I mean, so, uh, I mean, I was so I was, I was. It was. It was. It was. I. I could because I was following the match on live score and I saw three zero and I was like, definitely this oh, this match is over. I'm going back to say three three was was. I was just in shock. How do you throw a three goal lead? And to think that the um, the other team, Atlanta, they missed the penalty. It's just most of the goals I, I, I saw the highlight again. Most of the goals were just, in my opinion, most yeah. of the goals that Atlanta scored were were poor goalkeeping. Two of the goals, the goalkeeper just stood there, rooted to the spot, and I'm like, at least come on now, dive. The, the last goal just passed in between his legs, and I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> uh, I, I think that, I think Roman, personally, they are still recovering from uh, the sale of Allison. So, uh, yeah, definitely. You don't, you don't sell your goalkeeper like that and recover immediately. Yeah. Definitely. They are still missing him. In the, in the French, in the French, um, League One, we had Monaco losing again. I mean, they can't just get it Right. And in the last episode of the podcast, we talked about Henry and how he needed to start winning games so he doesn't get sacked. And during the week, he got sacked. Finally, he got suspended, which obviously was, it meant he got sacked. I mean, they, and they got, they brought him back, Leonardo Jardim, and still they ended up losing again. I mean, what, what do, what, at this point, what do Monaco needs to do to, to escape relegation because we joke about it that <laughs> they, they, they will still find their way out of that sport. They will still end up scaling. But it's, relegation is looking more and more like a reality every week right now, yeah? Exactly. <laughs> so what, what, what... I don't know. My own is just that they them they have serious issues that is beyond coaching. You get... They've, they've sold... they made a lot of money from players over players. the past couple of years. 
you get Bernardo yeah. Silva, a lot of money from Mbappe, Bakayoko, Bakayoko, Abino, Mendy, and the rest of them. Mendy. So, so what they've done is they they've not, they've not gone and 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 used the money to invest in the team. I don't know where they are keeping them. So what they are doing is they are raising those players with cheap players. It doesn't doesn't work like that. You get so so Henry Henry going there safe for me it was bad choice for bad decision making but he has gone there and he has tarnished his, his, his managerial career he's a laughing stock right now <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the whole of, which is very sad for me because there was like the that made me fall in love with football watching him in Arsenal then but, but back to Monaco back to Monaco they just have to do something I think uh, Jordan has to find a, a way to scrape in points so they don't because it's going to be embarrassing if a great club like Monaco Get relegated. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do hope for their sake they do not get relegated. And I think they're they're also uh, actively in January. They are still also trying to bring in key players to help the team. They brought in Fabregas. They brought in Gelson Martins. And they are, I think they are still trying if they can still bring in Bashwai. So I, I do hope they can find a way out of that relegation spot because it's going to be terrible for a team like Monaco to get relegated. But for PSG, PSG keep on winning and they keep on... They, every week we come here and we talk about League One and we call it a farmer's league, but they just... Uh, it's because of the way PSG just keep on winning matches. They won 4-1 over the weekend. I mean, the league is over, don't, don't you think? Yeah, I agree on that several times. The league is over, it's done. There's no, there's no two ways about it. No team can come and catch them. It's going to take... A miracle, miracle of century for, for anything to go out of They are not consistent enough in that league and list. So, for now, I think the main issue about PSG now is the Neymar, which apparently has rumors of, of the, yeah, um, champions future against Manchester United, which is very sad because Neymar right now seems to be having this, in career. Last season, it was it was it was it was an injury before the, the game against um, Real Madrid, the return leg against Real Madrid, which affected his World Cup performance because he got he recovered just before the World Cup, and you could see in the World Cup if you watch him, look, those of us that, that that really know Neymar know that he wasn't so fit. Right? But he has he has gone and has come this season and he has improved, he has gotten better and all that, but he has gotten injured again before another key fixture, which. Which all of a sudden, when the when the title was made, when the draws was made, everybody was laughing at Manchester United. Like, ah, they are gone, they are out because Moreno was there and PSG was in such good form. Now Manchester United are, are, are in good form and PSG has one of their key players out. But overall, it's going to be interesting. All right, guys, this concludes the third episode of the Vin Center podcast. I did run into a network glitch with Edmond while recording the podcast and won't be able to bring you the extra time segment. I do sincerely apologize for that. And in the next episode, episode four and subsequent episodes, the extra time segment will definitely be on the podcast. I do appreciate the support and blessing from everyone. And do take care of yourself, guys. Cheers.